You're listening to Life and Leadership, A Conscious Journey, the podcast that shares wisdom and strength. Join your host, Dr. Michelle St. Jane's weekly conversation on how to have a positive impact for people, planet, and the wider world. If you want to live a life of intention, be proactive with your time, and bring your vision for the future to life one today at a time, you are in the right place at the right time. Let's get started. launched in September 2020, leveraging the huge potential of a diverse group of organizations, experts, and practitioners from around the world. They established the Values 20 V20 by joining the G20 ecosystem. They're on a mission to demonstrate to the G20 and the wider world the value of values. The V20 is a global community of value experts and practitioners organized to actively engage with the G20 participants. This helps to develop policies based on values through a network hub that enables continuous knowledge sharing and a home for an innovation lab for impactful policy designs. V20 created three task forces, global values, and this addresses how values can contribute to achieving societal and economic objectives. Leadership values, assessing how values can improve organizational outcomes. Quality of life values. This focuses on how to enhance people's well-being. Why are we talking about values? As a global movement, Values 20 aims to support the G20 leaders and the wider world to develop people-centered public policy solutions based with values at their core while building new momentum for global action. Their mission, promoting a people-centered public policy, accounting for people's values and leading to tangible policy results. Their vision, to add depth to the understanding of values in public policy with the goal of providing the G20 with evidence-based, human-centered policy solutions that contribute to overcoming global challenges. The V20, their values in action for 2021, and my guests who are joining me, Dima al Sheikh, Chair of the Values 20 and the Executive Manager of MISC Values under the MISC Foundation which is all about creating opportunities to develop society and unleash individual potential. Igniting, Dima al puts it, the spark that unites an amazing group of people around the globe with a passion to understand and to value values. That's her hope for the G20. Also joining me is Dr. Mandeep Rai, a founding member of the V20, a global expert and connector on values, an international best-selling author of the book, The Values Compass, Business Book Awards 21 recipient in the category of diversity, equality, and inclusion. And she's also an inductee of the Thinkers 50 class of 2021. Join me. It's a tremendous opportunity to create conversation and capture wisdom drawn from the actual experience and thought leadership of these ladies to empower values-led leadership. Plus, what's cooler than contributing to life and leadership in the context of the intersection of corporate culture and the potential of your conscious commitment to values-driven leadership. So the Values 20 V20 is a knowledge-sharing platform that connects value experts from around the world to advise the G20 on policy-making process through a values-based approach. So this is a global community of values experts and practitioners that seek to actively engage heads of state in the G20. My guests today are Dima El Sheikh. She is the chair of the Values 20, and I really appreciate her leadership in this role. And Dr. Mandy Kaur Rai Dillon is a founding member of the V20 as well. 
Thank you for joining me. I'd like to start off with what are you most excited about in the value space? Thank you, Michelle, for this great opportunity. I'm constantly excited by values-driven actions, values-driven organizations, and values-driven initiatives. And uh, witnessing that throughout my career and how successful those initiatives that are based on values are and how much impact it could have made me more excited to take this movement on a global level and start with the best colleague in the values arena, V20, in 2020. Thank you. Mandy, what, how would you expand on that question? So I really appreciate what Dima has said, because I think that our initiative, the V20, is absolutely focused on how can values really permeate every part of our society. So from looking at large organizations, global level organizations, international level organizations, such as the G20, then national organizations, and then corporates, and all the way down the value chain to your family and to you. And I think the more that this conversation, and the more that these values-based words, and the more that this initiative permeates into our consciousness the greater chance we'll have of leading, creating a community in which we all feel comfortable, in which we all feel included and celebrated, and that we're behaving in a way that is uplifting to each and every one of us. Thank you. Clearly, we have the right leadership in place because the catalyst of your action gives voice to citizens for a better country and to facilitate conscious and responsible action globally. So what are we missing, Dima? What would you say your number one focus would be in this arena? It's not something that we are missing, but it is something that the global community are not aware of, and that is totally different. So having this stamina and having what it takes, but not being aware about it is as not having it at all. So we do have a values-driven nations, a values-driven policy recommendation, and we do have a great framework of sustainable goals, global sustainable goals. But not being aware will not allow us to leverage the best achievements in separate nations and bring them to a higher level of impact, which resembles also a different level of worldview where collaboration, multilateralism is hugely required and demanded. Thank you, Dima. So, Mandy, what's not showing up in the mainstream media? What would you call attention to? So, I feel as though within the media, there is one, a lack of focus on values, and two, almost a deliberate focus on the latest catastrophe or problem or disaster, whether it be a bombing. I mean, that's what news has been. And that's what the media has focused on. So, recently, I was speaking to someone about. Over the summer, we saw fires in Greece and the amount, the way that the public responded to that was to panic, was to leave Greece or indeed not go to Greece. And the prices of flights dropped dramatically. I think you can now, over the summer, you could get there within £18 or £14 sterling. And so that's an example of how everything that was happening in Greece was not being put kind of shown, just the disaster, just these fires were shown. It was the same when I was in Munich over the summer and we thought that Germany was experiencing floods. There were these natural disasters that Germany had. There was cause for concern and we were all stepping up. But more importantly, we were all thinking, well, how is Germany responding to this and why isn't it responding faster? And there were real concerns. 
And yet, whilst I was in Munich, actually, these floods, they weren't a cause of concern. They had them handled and it wasn't a reflection of Germany or how Germany handles disasters. So it was this sense of to the outside world, we are presenting or the media presents the worst. And yet, when you're there and you're living it, you can see that actually it's a very different reality. And it's very much the same when we're talking about values. We rarely express values or talk about values within the media. And yet, if it's not in our everyday vernacular, if we're not living from that place, then our everyday is really reduced. And I'm finding that when people switch on the media first thing in the morning, if that's the first thing they do, the way that their day then operates, and indeed the anxiety it then causes, is not necessarily what you wish your day to be full of. And so more and more people are waiting, waiting to at least spending the first hour of their day in a place of peace, in a place of prayer or meditation or active within nature, so that they are coming from more of a values-based perspective throughout their day, rather than a place of fear, concern, or kind of a problem, and giving themselves a more of a growth mindset rather than a shrinking mindset. Well said, well said for sure. And for 2021, I see the three driving values guiding your work are integrity, solidarity, and sharing. What was the thinking behind that, Dima? Our initial thinking was for sure driven by the pandemic that have faced the world in 2019, starting from 2019. And also since we want to work within the G20 body, we have this internal alignment between the three P's that the Italian presidency of G20 is focusing on. And then we went into very deep discussions among the V20 members led by the 2021 V20 chairs and Sherpa regarding how do we prioritize. Sharing came first because a lot of knowledge sharing and technology sharing was much required between the G20 countries and other countries in order to collectively and effectively face the pandemic. Besides that, there is a contribution, continuous contribution from delegates throughout the year. Since we are an evidence-based policy recommendation body, we do have a lot of data to share around this specific value in action. What more results could be accomplished if sharing is adopted? So for that, capitalizing on what we have intellectually as a group is an essential year after year to choose the annual direction and focus area. Thank you. Mandy, would you add anything to solidarity and integrity in your view? I feel that solidarity, well, firstly, without integrity, I almost don't feel like we could walk forward or do this initiative with the heart and with the listening that we wanted and that it's the core value upon which all our work is then based. So integrity is almost the foundation. And then solidarity along with sharing, I feel that just as Dima said, that this is coming from the pandemic. And so we've seen that if we're not working as a community, we're so much stronger when we're together, that if there isn't that sense of solidarity, both coming out of our team, and then more importantly, in the work that we're doing and in the initiatives that we're then driving forward, that we would be creating almost a very weak infrastructure. Part of our work is also to have a sense of solidarity amongst all the other values-based organizations or initiatives around the world. And we wanted to almost create like a scaffolding within which a house of values like the global house can then sit, a framework in which everything else can sit 
so that it creates almost like taking this house analogy further, this palace in which we all feel comfortable and confident and strong. And so now we are here at World Values Day. We want to be able to not reinvent the wheel, but rather have a place where the trampoline of which we bounce higher and higher together as opposed to alone. So I think solidarity is really the infrastructure with which we're creating this. Thank you. Dima, you've created this team of alchemists shaping human goals through the launch of Values 20. What has come clear for you in the first year? As important this initiative is, and as um, more interested people came and joined this movement, it became clear to me that we do have uh, very common concerns. It's same humans that we like to be servants for through every nations, through every initiative, through every book that we write, through every policy that we recommend, through every program that we have or campaign that we run. It's everything is human-centric and humans are driven usually by the right values collectively and individually. And it came to my realization that we are more alike than we think. I have been in multiple values seminars and multiple values conferences around the world. And I thought that, yeah, because those people have reached to a specific level of awareness or intellectuality that they know this. But after what we have done last year, I know that in every level, it's in every initiative, in every sector, people are alike and have the same concerns and want to serve within the same qualities and this is the same enduring purpose. Thank you, Dima. Mandeep, you're traveling the world, gathering up fabulous, fabulous intellectual property around the values globally and showcasing how each country has its own particular play on how values play out. So what are your thoughts after your first year in this organization as a co-founder? Did what happened happen was what you expected globally? What happened, what you didn't expect? I think what Dima had just pointed to was the fact that there's no expert in values as such. Yes, we are a team, a founding team, but there's no reason why an imam, the head of a mosque or a bishop, the head of a church, and indeed non-faith, those who are leading fantastic organizations aren't equally, they are equally as concerned about values and equally as values-based. And so what I'm finding is that I really appreciate V20 founding group because the level of awareness, the consciousness and the listening is really the focus. And it raises our game higher because we're trying to respond to almost the ideals that people are striving for and to meet them there. And so I really feel like I found a sister in Dima and, and brothers and sisters in the rest of the group. We're absolutely international in terms of where we're all based and the worldview that we come from. And I feel that the year went much better than I could have imagined. It feels like coming home. When you're talking about values with this group, it feels as though people get it and they know how to respond and how to move forward so that we can shape within the world. And so it feels like we're coming together to create the world that we all wish to live in. And there couldn't be a better feeling. Oh, and I'm so grateful for all the service. I am so appreciative of both your leadership and the team that is doing this. And here we are, we're in the second decade of the 21st century. With the challenges we have, what values must be forged to meet this decade? I think keeping to a wider umbrella about 
well-being in general is might be a good focus to start this decade with. I'm not speaking about a specific value because whatever it takes to feel or to be or to live in a well-being, well-balanced life, it means different things to different people. But if we agree with this as an enduring purpose, then it would be a very high-level shared goal of all of us. Under this comes mental well-being, health, and quality of life in general, and whatever it takes to make a person happy and content within his environment. That is also applied on an organizational level and on a national level. So well-being for an organization will be financial sustainability, for example, and so on. If we think of uh, specific values, answering your question, I think integrity, and maybe this is a good chance to go back to the integrity. Integrity is very crucial because integrity serves every aspect of life and every action driven by integrity is an action that would lead to a better result. So I would consider a wider umbrella well-being and then integrity serving or balancing what is it there for the others and what to care for the others while being happy and being contempt yourself. Much deep wisdom in those statements, Dima. So Dima, what do you hope the V20's legacy will be in the future years? I do hope that the V20 community gets bigger and bigger with different elements and different focuses year after year. At the same time, maintain this baseline of what drives us together, what brings us together as the common and shared purpose for all. At the same time, it's very important to intellectually and from knowledge perspective, share the best practices. So I do hope that V20 will be the best platform to share what works first and to share also what didn't work at the same time. So everyone will avoid repeating the other's mistakes, especially in driving a human-centric initiatives and projects that are for the aim of creating a global and national transformations. Thank you. Mandeep, do you have any further words that you would add to that? I would say that when we speak about well-being, Dima's absolutely right that that is kind of our core focus because the world has been shook and the individuals within it have been shook. And if there isn't a time for restoration, almost rebuilding ourselves so that we not just come out stronger, but indeed come out healthier versions of ourselves after this, then we would have done our job well, if that's the case. And I think that there's an element of compassion and forgiveness and empathy that really would serve us well, both for ourselves and for others. Because in this pandemic, I've definitely seen that almost that wheel, that rat race of striving further and further, harder and harder from greater perfection or greater speed or greater everything. Hopefully, the slow button has been pressed such that meaning, and when we talk about well-being, we're really talking about, as Dean said, well-being in every facet of our lives. That can be there when we have a sense of care and compassion and forgiveness. And this sense of being together so that it's not just greater or more or faster, but just simply that we're operating in a place that's really to our core nourishing. Well, Dr. Mandeep Kaurai Dillon and Dima Al Sheikh, I really appreciate your interest in our global community and sharing the V20's unique contributions to values led life and leadership. 
let's make it a conscious journey. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you very much, Michelle. Yes, thank you, Michelle, for hosting this. This has been a fantastic conversation. Dr. Michelle St. Jane is a conscious steward of meaningful leadership in the world and the wider cosmos. Tune in every Thursday for real talk around life, leadership, and your conscious journey. Be ready to create and cultivate your dreams and soul-hearted desires. Your support is valued. Please subscribe. Leave a review and a rating. But more importantly, share with your connections.